My name is Michelle Apples and I am the owner of Miss Apples Matchmaking and I love what I do. I believe that the person you spend your life with will either be your greatest asset or your greatest liability. And my goal is to create an intentional and authentic experience while bringing the human element back into the dating scene. In this algorithmic world that we live in, we forget that people don't ever perfectly fit. We aren't a snap that goes away in 10 seconds. We're not someone you can just swipe right or left on and you know everything about us. We are blood and water and air and we are all flawed. Tune in every Monday for a new episode of An Apple A Day where I will answer all of your questions. I'll share some of my own humiliating dating stories. I'll shed some wisdom from some great people with really amazing relationships and I interview some real people on their own dating journey. I really hope you enjoy the show. Welcome back to another episode of An Apple A Day. I'm so happy that you're here and it's actually only me today which is kind of crazy. I have no guests. I'm not interviewing anyone and today I'm excited because this is something I'm really passionate about and I really wanted to dive into the world of matchmaking. What that looks like, how the process is, and also how to choose the right matchmaker. I've had so many questions with people that are just so curious about the process of matchmaking and so I thought I'd dive into that today and answer some of the questions that I have received with shows like Indian Matchmaker, Mulan, This Is Us, Millionaire Matchmaker, and so much more. Matchmaking has become the newest trend in the dating world. So the first question that I got is, what exactly is a matchmaker? So I've definitely been getting that a lot lately because I don't think a lot of people have heard about matchmaking. They think it's something that they see on TV, but it's not something that they ever thought was a thing in day-to-day life. So what is a matchmaker? A matchmaker is responsible for for assisting clients to find a match. So what that looks like, I get to know my clients really well. As a matchmaker, I interview my clients. I determine their criteria for a partner. I really sit down. I get to know them. I look for things that what they need. I get to know anything that is hindering their current dating strategy and I personally review candidates to present to these clients. So every match that my clients will get will be pre-screened. I will have personally talked to them to make sure that they're a fit. You know the worst thing is going on a date and someone can't even hold a conversation or they're just not compatible with you at all. I take out all the nitty-gritty work in between. So when you first go on a dating app and you first meet someone and you're you're talking to them I kind of take out that the scrolling, the swipe, the talking, like I find you a match. I get to know that person. I pre-screen them, make sure they're compatible with you. And then I introduce you. After you guys go on a date, I follow up. I see how your date went. I get any feedback, coach you along the way. And the process goes on again. So it is definitely quality versus quantity. So we're looking for quality matches. So therefore it isn't a dating app. It takes a lot longer than a dating app to actually find you a match because all your matches are being pre-screened. So another question, that I got is why would someone hire a matchmaker? Why would someone invest in this service? If you think about it, some people cannot put themselves on dating apps. Either they're in a high profile job or they have privacy concerns. They want things to be confidential. They're very professional. If you think about it this way, I've worked with some CEOs of companies that have 300 employees. So now if they go on and put their face on a dating app, the chances of them running into their employees on dating apps is pretty high. So 
therefore, they don't want to seem unprofessional by going on a dating app and you're getting that privacy you need. Or maybe for some people, you've been out of the dating game for a long time. Maybe you've just went through a divorce, been married for 15 years. Obviously, the dating world has changed so fast that to now start over again, you don't know where to start. Plus, maybe you have some fears on dating. You need that emotional support. That's what a matchmaker will be here for. Or maybe you're simply just frustrated with online dating and you want a more personalized service. So that's a couple of the reasons someone would hire a matchmaker or maybe they're just not having success in dating and they don't know why and they want an expert in the field to be able to guide them along the way. So what is the difference between a matchmaker and online dating is the next question I have. With a matchmaker, you're not getting incomplete bios, you're not doing the narcissistic shuffling through shirtless selfies, you won't get one word responses from people who are filtering through hundreds of people on a multiple apps and you won't be just one card in a stacked deck. But that being said, you're also not going to get a hundred profiles. You're going to get a few profiles, people that really match your criteria of what you're looking for and it's going to be a personalized service for you. So you need to go into matchmaking with the right expectation of quality over quantity. The difference between a matchmaker and a dating app is that you're not, it's not going to be that swipe right mentality. You have to go in with an open mind because your matchmaker is an expert. They've been working in the field for a long time and sometimes they see what you need rather than what you want. And so having an open mind and going into there's a reason they're presenting me this match. Maybe I should give it a try. Next question I have here is what to expect when working with a matchmaker. So you can expect a personalized service. Every client looks different depending on what needs that they have. No two clients are the same, so I don't treat them that way. You can expect quality over quantity. You won't get 100 profiles at once, like I said, but once your match is found, your matchmaker will screen them, ensure they're good fit compatibility-wise, and the process takes time. So you can't expect overnight success, but you can also expect that you have someone to go to to answer your questions to filter through and to pre-screen before you go out so you're not wasting your time going on hundreds of dates to find one good person is the investment worth it you invest in the right foods to nourish your body you invest in a maybe you invest in a trainer for the gym you invest in a therapist you invest in self-care massages spa days you invest in travel but you rarely ever invest in relationships the person that you spend your life with will either add to your life or they'll take away from your life so so therefore, why why leave that to chance to find someone great and settle with someone good? The person that you end up in a relationship with will impact all of these other areas of your life. So therefore, I, I don't know why people wouldn't invest in it. The next question I have is how do I choose the right matchmaker or agency to work with? And this is a huge one because there is so many bad matchmaking agencies out there. So be really careful when choosing who to work with. A few things that I might look out for if I was personally going to hire a matchmaker is A, are they making a bunch of false promises? Saying things like, we have this specific number of people in our database that'd be right for you. Why you should watch out for this? Well, their database should be growing consistently. Therefore, within the time frame, there should be a lot more options than that. But also, because just because they're in the database doesn't mean they're a good match for you, which is why we pre-screen and ensure a good fit between the two of you before we introduce you. So to just look at a profile on a page, that's no different than a dating app. So therefore, if they're making a bunch of false promises about how many people they have in their database would be a good match for you, if they're making false promises based on profiles on their on their database, then what's to say you're going to actually get that personalized service and that pre-screen before you actually meet someone? B. 
Are you talking to a sales rep or are you talking to your actual matchmaker? So with a matchmaker, this is a partnership. Just like if you were to go to a trainer, it needs to be a partnership because your trainer can't show up and you you not show up and expect to get results. And the same goes for matchmaking. Where I've worked with clients before who just didn't show up on dates or I'd introduce them to great people and they would just never follow up. And therefore you're not gonna have success that way because this is a partnership. So if you're talking to a sales rep, their job is to sell you on something, which may be a reason they're giving you unrealistic expectations. Also, because it is a partnership, you have to make sure that you trust your matchmaker, that you get along with them, that you can have this partnership with them, and that you feel comfortable with them because a lot of times you are opening up about emotional things. The first time we have a conversation, you're talking to me about a lot of things that you wouldn't just go in telling someone even on a first date. Whereas we go through your relationship history, why it didn't work out, any baggage that you may have, or things that might hinder you in a relationship, how can you open up? to someone that you don't trust or haven't even met yet. So ensure you're talking to your matchmaker before you actually sign on to work with them full time. C, are they agreeing with everything you were saying? Challenge them on this and see if they're just trying to sell you. Just like if you hired a trainer, you would want them to challenge you. And the same could be said about a matchmaker. If they aren't challenging you, nothing will change. You may have patterns of behavior that aren't working for you and you need someone to be able to be authentic, genuine, and honest in the process, which also means means challenging you, but in a loving way. So the one thing about matchmaking is you don't want someone who's just going to agree with everything you say. You're coming to a matchmaker because you want to meet great people or you're not having success in the dating world as it is. And so therefore you want someone who's who's going to be able to tell you that honest truth that you might need to hear, not just what you want to hear. D, are they doing more talking than listening? It is so important for your matchmaker to listen more than to be heard. They should be actively listening to you speaking without any guards up and offering assistance when needed. So if it becomes all about the matchmaker rather than the client, how is it going to be successful in finding a personalized match for you? All right, and now the last thing, three things to do to ensure you are successful when working with a matchmaker. Number one, be patient. Dedicate the length of your membership to learn about yourself, what you need in a partner, and attracting the right person into your life when you do finally meet them. So that doesn't mean just relying on just your matchmaker to bring the success to you, but it, it means working with them. Again, it goes back to the partnership. Learn about yourself, date yourself, what do you need, what things make you happy in life, and go out and live them because if you're not a healthy individual, how can you get into a healthy relationship? Number two, be open to possibilities. Throw out that checklist that requires your match to be six foot tall exactly with golden brown eyes. Your idea partner may be different than what you've expected it, but that's why you're working with a matchmaker to not only just find what you want, but also what you need as well. And if you're only looking at physical traits, of a person and not actually looking at that person in front of you, then you might not be successful because you might find someone who is just what you're looking for on a picture or on a profile, but in real life, they might be a dud. And I learned this years ago when I went out with someone who I thought was everything. He was so attractive, so handsome. He seemed so charming around his friends. And the moment I went out with him, I was pulling hair trying to have a conversation with this guy because he was boring. And I realized that 
that sometimes what may appear great isn't always great under the surface. And number three, be optimistic. People who are open-minded have the highest success rate. You attract what you think, what you say, what you feel. If your perspective is that you'll meet someone great, you've already increased your odds. Because if you go in this perspective with, oh, I have nothing to offer someone or I will never meet the right one, well, you've already counted yourself out. So I hope I answered all your questions when it comes to the matchmaking world. And if you have any further questions, don't hesitate to reach out to me on Instagram at Miss Apples Matchmaking or maybe even contact me directly at my website at missapples.ca. And I'll see you next Monday for another episode of An Apple a Day. Thanks so much for tuning into our show. If you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to like, subscribe, and maybe even share it with your friends. See you next week for another episode of An Apple a Day. And in the meantime, feel free to check us out on Instagram at Miss Apples Matchmaking. See you next Monday.